really like this. We should do more of that. Very specific. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the deal they were offers I'm saying they're like yeah it was it, it was all a waiting game and then yeah. you, you, you get it where Spider-Man has those hands and those webs so of course you know he was gonna stick ooh and also it was like nah <laughs> Sony okay. probably was like nah <laughs> we're right. cool we're cool then you start seeing everybody like nah motherfucker I ain't watching shit y'all drop I was ready too I was like I ain't watching shit I'm done after that <laughs> point right the Disney story comes out about Night Monkey movies <laughs> Like, <laughs> with uh, what was it? Uh, you can make it Tom at a Holland. Yeah, <laughs> you can make Night Monkey make it a LMD and sell buckets. Because everybody would assume, but if you never take the mask off of Night Monkey, right, right, it's just hilarious. <laughs> and it's just, just like maybe like Tom Holland with like a scar. Right. <laughs> like I'm not Peter Parker, I'm Night Monkey. Maybe like Tomas and Zamot from GI Joe. like what they did with um Green Arrow and Batman. Just make Night Monkey spot like. It's, you know, the, the, it looks the, like a spider. There's ways to do it. There's ways to but do it. But it's a tarantula, so. Right. <laughs> tarantula, tarantula man. man. Yes, exactly. Like, shit. Here's the comics. <laughs> Start the presses. We're going to create a whole alternate universe where Spider-Man was being by a tarantula instead. <laughs> See what we did there? See how that works? All right. Let's go ahead and get the show started. Uh, <laughs> hey, everyone. How's it going? Welcome to Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And everything in between stands for uh, whatever you want it to. What do you believe? What do you want? Yeah. What's your name? And that social security number would be so uh-huh. handy. <laughs> Include the last those little numbers on the back of your card would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Was it the CVS number? Yeah, yeah. Um, as always, I am Daniel. I am here sitting in Escape Velocity Comics. To my right, I've got... Kels Fischel. And across from us, that is uh, one beautiful man. Kind of lonely over here, too. Just TJ. That's it. <laughs> T to the J. Uh, how you doing, TJ? I'm doing just fine. I'm doing great. Yeah. It, you know, we, we, we got started recording right off the gate. We were good to go. No, I can't believe it. No technical difficulties. This is turning into like nah. a well-oiled machine here. Chugga-chugga. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> well, as always, we are recording in Escape Velocity Comics. You um, got it. You know, our ideas, our views, our opinions... Our bodies, our souls, our hearts, our, our temples, our temples do not reflect that of Escape Velocity staff or mm-hmm. its uh, building or its crew or its customers or its heart or its soul or its essence. Uh, we're just a bunch of assholes with opinions here to talk to you and uh, not have you talk back because that's how podcasts work. It's a one-way machine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but speaking of one-way, though, if any of y'all listening out there and you have questions, you can reach us out on Facebook. Uh, yeah, Instagram as uh, well. Instagram. Uh, I think you can do it. Yeah, you can comment on each one of the, the podcatcher platforms that you've got there. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got a Geo in the background. He may chime in from time to time, but I'm we are for about having... about five minutes, but hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's five more minutes than you had with him, so <laughs> hold on to that. Kelsey, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about um, status quo changers and how comic books shift and change like the seasons, but like every season, they come and go every mm-hmm. year. And just like in comic books, things change, but then they always go back to being the same. That's uh, right. one of those things you hear in the X-Men books always, always. The more things change, the more they stay the same. True that. But uh, yeah, there's, there's actually a lot in these big event books. I mean, yes. for the most part, they're cash grabs that, you know, span the there entire, you, uh, you know, <laughs> comic line. And then it's exactly. Like, I mean, it's become so comical that it's every summer there's an event. Right. 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 Marvel fati- event fatigue was a real thing. And every one of them always had the line of, after this, nothing will be the same right, again. Right. And yet, for some reason, Wrong. Spider-Man still Aunt goes May's back still to alive. living, you know, in Aunt May's basement. <laughs> exactly. And uh, he can't keep his company afloat. Sure, yeah. things weren't the same, but you just gave him mansion is rebuilt yeah, but in the space of a couple of days. Right. Then destroyed. Right. You just it's in Central Park. Then destroyed. You just got to give the characters enough depression so that way they are never the <laughs> yeah. same. You know, it's, it's, never let them come out of PTSD. Give them a couple of cookies to slide into broccoli. Like here you go. So these event books, they're good for the cash cow that is the the comic industry. Yes. For the most part, they're hit or miss, but there are some really good ones that hit. So you just mentioned that, you know, the cash cows. And that's one of the problems we had here is because when you talk about those events that happened in the comic industry that changed, that, that marked a, a before and after this event, mm-hmm. literally everything is one of those events because, as I like to quote the Great Prophet Syndrome from The Incredibles, <laughs> yep. um, if everything's special... Then nothing is. Then nothing special. True that. And, so, and so that really, when you have to, you know, look back through the years, <laughs> and and find them, there are a few. 
there are a few out there that definitely were before and after. But, uh, sure, but sure, mostly sure. it's, like I said, every summer is going to come up. The, the new event, uh, this next one coming up for Marvel is, what, Incoming? Incoming. Uh, man. Yeah. God knows what that is. I'm and, not buying it. Um, you know you're going to read I'm, it. Oh, I'm a... I'm no, I'm gonna listen to some on YouTube. Tell me what happened. I'm not. They're not getting my money like that I'm, unless I'm, it's an X slapped on it. Yeah, no, I, I got a bad Marvel crack habit. I'm buying it. I know that. Yeah. But I just um, borrow yours, TJ. Yeah, fair, <laughs> there you go. I'll tell you how it turns out. Thank you. Um, no, so that was that was it, right? Is that that was the tough part trying to find those uh, those events that were well, performing yeah. after. And then you get ones that do genuinely change everything, but piss people off, like uh, uh, Secret Empire. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That that had such a strong start for me because you 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 see the the things that were in place and there were a little there that was when they hit uh, event after event after event which wasn't done normally before uh-huh. that but you had uh, you know uh, standoff which was uh, uh, an event that didn't really it, get. Yeah. Is that Push. the one when um, Mission on, Hill when they had yeah, the little Pleasant, fragment yeah, Pleasant, Pleasant Hill, Hill and yeah, yeah that was I I, I feel for that one I bought Man. it it was great. Yeah. But, but it was a setup. It was all a setup. setup. It was more or less the issue zero for right, Secret right. Empire. It's one of those things where you you watch a movie and it's not a movie for its own sake. It's a movie to set up a franchise. It was like a it's an issue negative seven. Yeah, like, <laughs> you had to buy that and then you go. It's like well, the what, Thor, what did I buy? Hold on a second. <laughs> it was like the here. Thor, the Dark World of the comic books. Like <laughs> you got to know where the ether comes from. So <laughs> here's about, this movie. Everything else is just window dressing. <laughs> yes, yeah. ether is like a smoke. Yes. that's it. That's it. Actually, <laughs> you're wrong. Either it's not even a stone. Whoever said stone was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a liquid. laughs> so, so, fellas, what what are some books that y'all were, uh, you know, reading into for this? Um, as far as like books, books. Um, if I'm just gonna start on the <clears throat> Marvel side of it, indeed. I Preach. just yeah, I'm gonna um, just go back and my first favorite event book, which is. Um, Yes, my, it's my favorite, and it's also my first. Um, I guess it would be House of M yep. when I started getting back into comic books. Um, it came out in 2005, and it's basically the tale of Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda Maximoff, who's the daughter daughter of Magneto, but they retconned that out, so it is what <laughs> it is. Yeah, right, but um, right, back right. in the day, she was a mutant and Magneto's daughter, um, Quicksilver's um, sister. Right. And following the events of Avengers Disassembled, when she went crazy, killed Hawkeye, Jack of Hearts, and maybe another Avenger. Well, because she's unstable. She's got all the chaos magic yeah. running through her. You know, that's, that's kind of hard to maintain and regulate. Exactly. So in that event, you learn that every time she used her reality, her reality warping ability, she lost a little bit of her grasp on reality. <laughs> so eventually, she snapped and changed reality just down to third. They reeled her back in because Magneto came in out of nowhere. It was like, yo, give me my daughter. We gone. I'm taking her to Genosha. So fast right, forward, right. the mutants are having a meeting. Like, yo, Wanda's... the Avengers. Well, Avengers are having a, mutant, a meeting too, but the X-Men had to have a meeting prior to that. Mm-hmm. Because there was like... Because they came to the Avengers like, yo, Wanda's a mutant. I get it, I get it that she's an Avenger. Mm-hmm. But when mutants wild out and kill people, we have to deal with that. Yep. That re- that replication of that event falls on our shoulders. And who said that? Do you uh, recall who that was? Was I, that Charles? Was it Charles? No, it, I think it was Wolverine, or it was a lot. Who was it, TJ? I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay, you're, you're <laughs> over here twisting the cord, looking like, around. Yeah, like, remember on page five, <laughs> bubble <laughs> number two, like Emma. But, but that is something that we also see in the, uh, the Hickman <laughs> books at the very beginning. They're like, hey, yeah, Sabretooth did did some shit right there, but you know what? He's one of us. Yeah. We're going to take care of it. But instead of them just, you know, taking care of it, they team up with the goddamn Avengers. Yeah, because the <laughs> S-Man more or less was going to vote mm-hmm. to neutralize her. Wolverine's like, yo, if I go crazy, yeah. I want y'all to kill me. And everybody looking at him like he's crazy. But no, Wolverine goes crazy <laughs> or gets mind wiped or mind controlled Berserk every rage, other year and like kills that. a yeah, bunch yeah, of people yeah, and yeah. nobody bets an eye because that's what Logan yeah, yeah, he, does. He has a history of killing redheads. Exactly. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and the thing is, the Rangers like, no, she's one of us. We need to figure out a way. But Charles and them was like, ugh. So basically, they, they, they go and they decide they need to kill her. But what, what happens when More they do less. that? Um, Quicksilver was there and he ran back to Genosa and told Magneto, like, yo, they coming here to kill Wanda, your daughter. We got to do something. And Magneto's like, what will you have me do? Like, she's killed them. Her powers are unchecked. Dr. Strange came and will um, wrangle right. her in. Professor X can't keep her mind together. Something's bad is going to happen. And sure enough, when all the Avengers get there and the X-Men, it goes white. 
next thing you know, you jump to an alternate reality where mutants are the dominant species, like Magneto always wanted the House of M. The heroes fight because they realize this world isn't right. Then at the end of it, at the end of the day, Wanda just utters a phrase, no more mutants, because she got tired of all the fighting. She did everything she could to make everybody happy. Magneto just wanted mm-hmm. mutants to reign supreme, and she gave him that, and it still wasn't enough. She's like, then fuck it. No more mutants. If mutants are the problem, if mutants make me do this, I'm a mutant, so no more mutants. Goes white. Next thing you know, that goes from being a million mutants to less than 192 or 198 was, right, the, right. was the whole number thing they would tag line that with. And that was a game changer for mutants And that was general. a game changer, yeah. too, because right before that, under Grant Morrison's run, mutants were about to become their dominant species in a couple of years mm-hmm. because they yeah. got popular. They were, like, celebrities. They had all those X buildings and the mm-hmm. X Corporation that Charles put up across the country. The X Mansion was booming. They had kids. They was like I said, they were celebrities. They were ahead of the game. They was actually winning for once. And then um, when say, MJ happens, yeah, then Wanda came out of nowhere with those magic words: "No more mutants." The next thing you know, right back to scratch, yep. square one. And how they all get their powers back? Um, they eventually got their abilities back. I was going to bring that up to an A versus X, which is another um, event that quote unquote changed the game between because between A versus X and House of M and the X Men books alone, we had um, the Messiah Complex. Which, when there was a new mutant birth at the mm-hmm. one that said no more mutants, which was Hope Summers and all that, I recommend buying all the tie ins and all the that. Best. It's great. Series. It's pretty incredible. Great. Oh, great. Fantastic. Not, not the follow ones. Not the, no. not the, whatever, the Messiah War. And no, the, well, no, 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 Messiah War was a good, was a good tie in when it went to the future with Apocalypse and Archangel, oh, yeah. Gambit, a, Stri- not Gambit, but Beast. I'm, I'm not Beast, um, Bishop, Strife, and all that was tied in together. And then you get this uh, spin off of that event where. Bishop follows Hope and Cable into the future because we all know Bishop came from a future, but we yeah. never knew what went wrong. In that future, Hope was the reason why mutants were subjugated and crowded and put in cages and you know branded with, as mutants. So in between all of that, you get the second coming with them coming back to the future, which leads up to A versus X because the Phoenix Force is coming back to earth and that phoenix force loves redheads oh yes and everybody's like oh, oh shit man. she's a redhead <laughs> she's the hope she it, we see right. the little fire fire it's like teenage version of me i don't care That's how right. bad you are That's for right. me yes. but you got red hair let's do this exactly and flames come out out of you <laughs> from both ends so <laughs> it is what it is so <laughs> so like so, so a versus S. <laughs> so um the phoenix is coming with and one of the things that always bothered me and just rubbed me the wrong way was the fact that the Avengers decided we need to get ahead of this. Like, y'all have never, ever dealt with the Phoenix before. When the X-Men was dealing with this, y'all weren't coming to lend a helping hand, so why now? But that's more of a, a Marvel right. thing. Well, that's something we talked and this was about, out of character you know, for them. Normally, they just let the X-Men handle it. But since, I guess, Nova came, like, oh, my God, the Phoenix is coming. Right, right. We got to do something now. But every time there's another... Like planetary threat that involves the X Men, no one else is there well, to be. And found. That's something we talked about uh, in earlier episodes about how no one regulates the mutants until they decide. Oh, you're you're being too much. Oh, you know what? This is our problem now. Or Marvel wants a way to create. I mean, that's not that's mm-hmm. not true. I mean, in the the books that I studied for the podcast today um, was uh, Civil War. Mm. Oh, tell me about Civil War. Yeah, so, uh, was this um, so? So the North and the South they're fighting over slaves. That, that's and, right. Um, yep. Yeah, that's right. And so anyway, so, um, versus it was uh, Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. Woo. Now, and so, <laughs> all right. See, that's see, and the problem with that is they're both the same side. I know. So, it's, it's, so it's, those <laughs> two different types of civil. Yeah. Okay. So mm. I forget uh, I can't see the air quotes. So Civil War um, is comes around because um, out of all the, the stories that have been ever published about uh, about mutants and superheroes, um, eventually humans want to control them legally. Yeah. And. I, I come down in a kind of a weird spot on this, and I, I'm because on, you're white. Yeah, that's probably. That's you right. like your guns. Um, so I came down on the side of a white guy in the Civil War. Uh, anyway, so um, so fundam- his eye keeps twitching, folks. It's- Fundamentally, uh, so it comes down to uh, Iron Man versus Captain America and both their teams. So gold and blue. Um, but uh, but the issue is whether or not. Uh, Superheroes, those with powers such that can uh, blow up and kill school children in this case, um, should be allowed to, to self-regulate, to, sure, have, sure. to have the freedom to do whatever they want with their power, just like the freedom of every other citizen. And th- the truth of the matter is, in, is on one side, you have um, 
well, it turns out to be uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, who is in favor of the Mutant Registration Act, uh, which is an act that, that requires uh, those that those, uh, have superpowers or super-empowered individuals uh, to register and then to go through some training to be judged uh, responsible or not. And uh, those that are responsible have the opportunity to become members of in superhero teams regionally located by state and, and regions. Right. Right. initiative. Yeah. But what about the unmasking process? Well, so but the thing is you have to register. Mm. You can't register as Iron Man. You have to register as Tony Stark. Who, Do your name is public. Right. You mean if this were to happen with pop stars, we'd know what Madonna's real name is? Mm-hmm. It's not Madonna Madonna? No, it's 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 <laughs> M. Madonna. Oh! People leave the period out. Yeah. Um, it makes uh, sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so and, uh, Captain America... <laughs> <laughs> Captain America's side is ridiculous, but it uh, is is freedom for everybody, and, and everybody should right. be able to, to be who they are without any sort of the government intervention. So this uh, loosely translates into um, uh, uh, Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, the movie. Um, sort of, you have the, the you know the, loosely, yeah, yeah, the Sokovia Accords, um, but. And there's, uh, there's a killing of Tony Stark's parents that throws everything off, but nonetheless, it makes um, it better. Hold on, <laughs> but it's That's world. But anyway, so you That's have the, world building right there. So when you when you think about it, think about that. Um, nobody's ever made mutants or superheroes register themselves, and one of the the. the the hallmark events in the middle of the story is that Spider-Man comes down on the side with Tony Stark and or with Iron Man and publicly unmasks himself as Peter Parker. Right, right. Which so, was a big deal. That made like Good Mer- uh, Morning, like Good Mer- Good Morning America and shit like that. It was on a newspaper, yeah. like. And it was pretty amazing. Spider-Man's Peter Parker, like we didn't know that. Yeah, like, but right, the fact that right. like, he's doing it in a comic book lets you know, like sometimes comics are big deals. It, in it was the real world. huge, man, uh, and. Uh, it, it made J. Jonah Jameson like fall out of his chair. Yeah. He's there. I can always class him like swallow his cigar, but <gasps> Parker, <laughs> Parker, <laughs> Parker. At what point does he start paying for yearbook pictures of Parker? <laughs> you know, like give me pictures of Parker. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Sir, you can't come on this high school anymore. I'm so sorry. You're why there this rule lost. exists. You, you and R. Kelly. You need to yeah, right. for, for different reasons. R. Kelly <laughs> just looks over him and says, "It isn't fair. Right. It isn't fair. You can join our club. We have meetings. Well, if I had superpowers, I could hang over all the kids. Um, uh, so, real quick, the, the end result of Civil War is that uh, Tony Stark is is painted as a villain because he detains certain uh, su- certain superheroes right. on the raft, which sends him into an alternate dimension. The negative zone. The negative zone. The 42. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, gave 42. Um, so, there, so there's that, but then the other result is that uh, Captain America is killed. Um, and right. also Ben Foster and a clone Thor, and they wrote Reed Richards very out of character mm-hmm. as well. And, I'm sorry, but I just don't like the fact how they threw Sue in a Namor's face like, oh, they would sing you. Yep, yep. To bait me. Because <laughs> he's a fish. Exactly. Because he's a big fish. <laughs> to bait him. <laughs> To bring my <laughs> army to fight you, your little civil war. Motherfucker, I own the oceans. And she's there like... I got my own water worlds to worry about. She's just like, it's all right, Namor. I'm just an invisible little uh, worm. But then, that's thing you know, out of nowhere, here comes Namor with all the lenses. Like, oh it worked. God. It worked. Listen, it's this whole thing. Men, women, all, all uh, anyone... You show some booty, you make it disappear. The person's gonna go nuts and say, "Oh man, well where'd that go? Time to time to go find." Blonde and blue eyes man. is name more weakness because it's Emma Frost and Sue Richards. Red hair and green eyes is the Phoenix and Wolverine's and Scott. And but Scott's. then again, mm-hmm. like maybe Charles just should put on a blonde wig and blue eyes when he went to talk to Namor <laughs> in that House of X, and you might have rolled up to the party. Um, that is uh, the most recent House of X. House of X number five. Two more in series. So, Whoa. so Marvel, if you're listening, that's a what if for your television for real, series. Like, hey, um, I could make you, <laughs> or you just could do it on your own free will, bro. I can just psychically. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess one, one of the big questions here is. Uh, are these lasting repercussions, or is it no. just fighting for the fighting's sake? Well, I guess um, really, like, here and there, like, depending on the event and how specific we don't get to the overall theme of it. Because out of House of M, we also get, like, the Children's um, children's Crusade. Which was where it follows um, Wiccan and Speed, who are the kids of Wanda. I'm not going to get into all of that, because it's... That's Very a whole comic other episode. Yeah, yes, that's... it's a whole other episode. <laughs> but after House of M, everybody was trying to find Wanda, because A... She's disseminated the mutant population. And B, like, she's somebody's daughter. 
and mother and teammate. Mm-hmm. So her children are out there in the world trying to find her like a lot of people are. Some people have actually found her. Like, for example, Beast has. And he just let it be known because she really wasn't in her right mind and she really didn't remember. And Hawkeye found her and slept with her. Yeah. After she killed him twice. So that was weird. Yeah, that always gets me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you kiss? Is that how you kiss? Hey, hey, depending on how, might, how it goes. Like, that might yeah. explain something. <laughs> <laughs> He's talented in other ways. Yo. Not, not yeah. to say that that was not talented. Hey, hey, hey. It was creative. Saying, you got to give them what they want. <laughs> yes, That's yes, yes, you do. But then again, like you have that happen. Then you have dissemination when the mutants were, like I said, um, windled down to like 192 or 98 for X amount of years. X. <laughs> yep. Well played. Yep. Unintended. Then you had like a a versus S. They gave us like Hope Summers and all that. Then you had Cyclops becoming a villain and um, Professor S dying. That was huge. And man. Professor S dying by the hands of Scott, the Boy Scout, the Captain America of the X Men universe. The his first, first recruit. Yeah, his disciple. Like his son of like Char- if Charles is God, Scott's Jesus, then the Holy Spirit will be. I don't know. You don't have to cram this square peg into the round I'm, I'm hole. Like, it, you, you get what I'm going uh, for. Beast is the Apostle Paul. Uh, oh, Beast Jean, might be Judas. Jean Grey is Mary. Jean Grey is Mary Magdalene. No, 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 no. Just, My, uh, just Mary. Just Mary. Uh, Emma Frost is Mary Magdalene. Madeline Pryor would be Mary Magdalene. Yeah, she was in the real would, woman. She would. <laughs> And she, so, and she had. All right, she had so so hold on. What's the real about right, right, uh, right, 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 We are getting Yeah, yeah. We 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 gotta we, we gotta be we we already there. But uh, um, no, like certain things happen. Like I said, um, A versus X that leads way into some um, other um, things like the Uncanny Avengers being assembled because after Charles dying and Cyclops being like the new mutant bad boy terrorist of the world, um, Captain America's like yo. Some of this does fall on other heroes because we're not there for our mutant brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. We need to come together. We need unity. So he created the Avengers Mutant Unity Squad called the Uncanny Avengers, which was first led by Havoc. I think after like um, Axis, it was end up being Rogue who led the team. Sure. But that came cool. from that. But then you had other blase events like Catalyst and the Ultimate Universe that... Basically, it was all created so Miles could come over to the sure, main 616 sure. universe. But with, with with Uncanny Avengers, it's not the first time we've seen mutants on an Avengers team, but this was more like uh, working in tandem instead of yeah, like, true. well, we've got Wolverine here, and oh, you that's have your, great. we got Beast here, your and token. that's cool. But uh, kind of going a little bit before that, after Avengers disassembled, after Civil War, after these heroes being at each other's throats, we see the perfect opening for one of my favorite uh, status quo changes, and that's Secret in, uh, Secret Invasion. Mm. The, the, oh, yeah. The scrolls had <laughs> been secret, waiting. Secret if you can Because, you know, there were, they, everyone in the universe is waiting for Earth to fuck up to just kind of get in there and smack that loudmouth kid in the face. Yes. <laughs> they are. This is such a great story that I think got ruined by Captain Marvel, the movie. Really? Aww. The scrolls? There's what? still a chance. There's still a chance. Who do you trust? They're I... homies. They're well. Some of the scrolls. Yeah, that was in the nineties. Back in the nineties, we had Surge Cola. That's not around anymore. Ooh. Oh, so maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe they went the. Maybe their alignment went the way of Surge Cola. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. we so, loved it, and then we realized what it was doing to our bodies. Because they got to introduce the bad scrolls. <laughs> like, nah, we can't trust all, them now. So it's going to be that dynamic right. between the good all the ones alliances, and the bad ones. twice the duplicity. <laughs> hmm. But Secret Invasion. With Secret Invasion, you see the scrolls coming in. They're, they've infiltrated heroes. They've infiltrated just even just normal people. And it's wow. great because you don't know who to trust. And it, it, I think it's a... Um, oh, ooh. Ooh. It's much like that burp. It's much like that burp that just happened right there. I thought I could control it, and eventually you can't control it got the wind, baby. Me. And then storm. everybody paid for it. It's right. right. Yeah. But do you, do you want to um, tell them what the catalyst or the starting point of the secret invasion? So is? It, it goes all the way back down to um, Reed Richards. Mm. And him turning these scrolls into cows, mm. and well, yeah. that pissed them off at the very beginning. They're like, "Why would you do you that to our people?" Further back than I thought, but like, yes, you are absolutely you right. You thought like you, you should have just killed them instead of disgracing them by turning them into you know livestock. But he thought that was the humane way to handle the situation. Right, right, yeah. It's the bovine. Way. Even, 
<laughs> Even though he's the world's smartest man. But. <laughs> so, uh, eventually you get a group called the Illuminati, and that's comprised yep. of some of the best of the best. The All cream the of the folks. crop. They have a certain um, group. <laughs> Doctor Strange, you've got Tony Stark, you've got Captain... No, no, no not Captain America. Uh, um, did I say Black Bolt already? No. Nope. Black Bolt, Namor, and Professor Perfect. X. And they're all together. Reed, Reed Richards and Doctor Strange. T'Challa was a part of it for the initial. They came he left to him. for a he was while. Like, he came back no. later, and he's like, he said the same thing. Cap says in the later iteration of the Illuminati, and he goes, "You guys, what happens when you realize?" I'm not going to do the Black Panther voice, um, but uh, <laughs> give it a shot. Go ahead. It's not racist. <laughs> Listen here, young men. <laughs> no, they stop. Because no, he sounds stop. like a leprechaun. There yeah. comes a day or two when you're going to be a little too powerful, a little too gung-ho, and on the that black day... black Irish panther? Oh, my lucky charms. And I'm not going to be a part of it. I can't be a part of it. i herbs. And so... <laughs> He says, he says, you know, you're gonna, you guys are going to have too much power. You're going to go at it. It's going to be fucking stupid. And he leaves. Eventually... They get too Civil powerful, War. And they too get stupid. too powerful, too yeah. stupid, and exactly yeah. what he says was going to happen. It happens. Civil War happens. They can't even trust each other in the same room. Uh, but Elektra dies. But when she dies, her skin changes. She gets that creepy little chin, ball chinian, and they realize, oh shit, how long have we been infiltrated? No one picked it up that she wasn't her, which meant they, they found they found a way to infiltrate without. Mutants picking it up without superheroes picking it up without Tony Stark's uh, fucking with all the technology picking it nothing. Up. Yeah. They Thank found you, a Bendis. Way. Thank you, Bendis. Before he got you know not oh, too many endos for me, but yo, thank you, Bendis. He he did some good stuff, and then he's like, oh, my fart smells so good. Anything I do is amazing. Yeah. Ugh. No. Anyway, so, so you think you are Hickman? That's right. right. Yes, yes, you're not. You're not Hickman. Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> Let's bring back the original X Men from the sixties. <laughs> so um. <laughs> It, it, it starts off with showing these aliens saying, oh, well, we're, we're here because God told us to. And it's not a bad thing. So but what, <laughs> what happened to the people they were impersonating? Oh, we don't know. From the beginning, they could just be dead. They might be dead. At, at one point in the Savage Land, uh, heroes go and they encounter themselves, but older versions of themselves. Some of them turn out to be real, the real deal. Others are sleeper cell agents, like the uh, the the Captain Marvel. Mar- Marvel, he Marvel. he's oh, there, and that he's, was tough. It was so hard to read that was because tough. he's there, and in his dying breath, he's like, "I'm Captain Marvel. I'm Captain Marvel. I'm the savior of the people." Yeah. As his skin is changing, and he's going back to being a scroll, he was so indoctrinated, he was so believing his uh, cover story that you're like, "Oh shit!" Same happened with Captain America. Exactly. So, how did the scroll, um, scrolls scrolls? Learn how to infiltrate our society that well. Well, it was actually really interesting because they had the DNA of Reed Richards, Tony Stark, and the Illuminati that they captured. They eventually escaped with the help of She-Hulk on the Fantastic 14. They did escape. But um, with the DNA, they just cloned them, made them think they were in a situation, so that way they had to come up, use Reed's intellect to come up with a solution. It came with not fighting them and having them fight the the scrolls, but having a little scroll, a little midget scroll, a little fucking weirdo scroll. A leprechaun scroll, I And he comes up and he goes, I think they're to be... Daddy. I'd like to know. Oh, I've had a bad dream. What if they came and they infiltrated? Would we know that they were not us? And he goes, listen, my son. I, I can tell you for, for sure. If they came, I'd know. Not you, but me. And so then Reed goes and he's like, well, let me figure out how they would do it. And he does. And then... Someone, the scroll comes in from the outside room, blasts him in the fucking face. Everyone around him, Sue, the kid, are all transformed back into scrolls, and they're like, ew, human juice. And they figure out this is how we infiltrate, and it works fucking perfectly. Yes, and it does. So uh, eventually they figure it out. Uh, the real Reed finds a way to disrupt it, and they come back, and it's a huge fucking fight. You get Nick Fury and his, uh, I don't know if they're Howling Commandos at that point, but you've got Phobos, who is the son of Ares. I think they were the Secret Avengers. Something like that, Or like yeah. the proto-form um, of that team. Thor comes back after being MIA for years. Yep. Even Matt Ratten Gargan around. fights for Earth. And uh, who was it? Uh, the, the All the villains are in a pub watching them fight, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the Hood's was. like, if the world ends, it's bad for business, huh, guys? Yeah. And they're like, who are we going to steal Shit. from? Okay, we got to go fight with the fucking heroes and help them Huzzah! save the world. <laughs> right. They end up doing it, but uh, it's one of the beautiful things where Norman Osborn placed himself this whole time to be oh, the one to take yeah. the killing shot. And that's one of those repercussions that does come from it. Because 
they realized we couldn't trust anyone, and the one person to do it was the leader of the Thunderbolts. Yes, he was a crazy person for a while, but he's been reformed, and that's where we get the Dark Avengers. And that's how they low-key yeah. try to create the reassurgence of Jessica Drew's Spider-Woman. That's right. Because the Queen oh. of the Scrolls was replacing her this whole time. And that fucked her up, man. Yeah, it did. So I, I like that one because it's still, you know, any time from then on, someone acts out of character and they're like, ah, scroll! Yeah, scrolly was a word. I was using that when my friends don't even read comic books, but they know what. When if I say somebody's acting scrolly, but like, I don't think that's them. Yeah. <laughs> if you know me, you know I've asked people if they've been replaced by an alien demon or some type of genetically engineered clone of themselves. Right. Because I don't know until I ask you. I don't expect you to tell me the mm-hmm. truth, but I won't know if you do. You watch that body language. Yeah, you uh, got to, because some people just don't be acting like them. I'm just three badgers in a suit right now. And I already assume this government-type like <laughs> shit is going on, so just tell me the truth. I'll be all right with I, it, because I've seen clones before. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was fascinating, because it dealt with the, the concept that you, know, you have all these masked superheroes mm-hmm. and everybody in these loose-affiliated teams that sometimes have an X somewhere on their outfit and other times completely unrelated costumes, and they all just live in the same house with the same <laughs> butler. Um, and so, but nobody flashes an ID card. No, oh. nobody you know takes their mask off and does the retina scan or right, to right. understand who they are. And even that wouldn't have helped in this case. But nope. the point yeah, is, but, I'm saying they, but the point is, is that that for so long, for decades, you just assumed that whenever Captain America, somebody with this big shield with a star on it, walks down the room, it's Captain America. And so, um, and we dealt with life model decoys and things like that before, but nothing on a Doom scale box. like this. Well, and life model decoys in Secret uh, Invasion was one of the best things, because yeah. it's just like three panels, and Maria Hill's there talking to Jarvis, who's been a scroll this whole time. Oh, Jarvis was. And they, they unload on her, and turns out it was an LMD, and she's up there with a jetpack with a bazooka. She's like, gotcha, Boom. bitch. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, so it's, it's one of those, uh, again, this epic, this whole epic, epic um, saga uh, is resolved... But then it answers a question, mm-hmm. and it brings everyone back to where they were, essentially. For the most part. Again, yeah, Dark it, Rain really hit. Mm. So we, have, we, have, we, do, we have to, we have to <laughs> distill all of the tiny, uh, tiny events out from the epic events. If you're calling Dark Rain a but small it, event. But it depends on what you could classify as tiny and epic. Uh, exactly right. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, potato. Exactly. Nelly Furtado, everyone. Yeah, exactly. I'm like a bird. And like a blurred. <laughs> a blurred, a black nerd. I'm going to fly back to San Francisco real quick because I'm tired of scrolls shitting on mutants. Cause they didn't even want to fucking deal with the X-Men because they thought they were genetically inferior because they are mutants. And they have this whole yeah. thing about mutants and their um, species and their race, even though the scrolls are deviants from their own right, initial right, right. Um, alien creation because when the uh, same thing the celestials did on earth when they created the internals and the deviants and the normal humans they did out other planets and the scrolls are a deviant race from their version of the internals but yeah they came to san francisco they thought they was gonna wash their ass man nah Mm -hmm. the ass man took care of all them motherfuckers because we was ready for them (laughs) bitches (laughs) i gotta speak about that every time (laughs) well i I think one of the things uh and we've talked about it is the, like without these events, it would just be mundane stuff. Okay, Spider Man had to fight you know this person for X amount of time. Yeah, oh no, Craven's true. back. Rocket Racer. Rocket Racer. But He's then, popping ollies on the Empire those, State Bridge. Those middle middle ground stories without the events, I think it, it builds the character enough so that way when uh, when the time comes, you can say here's what you've learned, here's what you've been through, and then you yeet them into battle. <laughs> yeet. And uh, you, you you see how they come out. There have been some really really shitty uh, event books that turn everything on their head. Nothing will be the same. And they're just copy and paste of the original with a few tweaks here and there. All right. Are you trying to lead me into Civil War II? I'm trying to talk to you about Ooh. Civil War II. Okay. I will also put um, Original Sins and... Original Sins was good! Access on my list. Uh, the Death really. of the Watcher? Are you kidding? Uh, I'll, I'll the nobody watches here, so did we even see that coming? The uh. introduction of Silk and of Angela and of... Are you Silk kidding? who? Oh. Silk stockings? Cindy Moon, you motherfucker. No, I'm saying, like, respect to her diversity and all that jazz, but come on now. <laughs> the, the only, the best thing that came out of Original Sin was the whole Whisper to Thor, but that could, that yeah. could have been dealt yeah. with in a Thor book. And yeah. that's one of the, thing, one of the but few this things. this was bigger than just a Thor book. You I needed Nick Fury, who knew thing, these heroes Aaron, that way. Didn't Jason Aaron write that, too? Jason Aaron did write yeah, that. Yeah, see, that's one of the things, one of the few things he wrote, I don't particularly like because outside of that 
Nothing. Like we talking about was really changed after that besides Thor not being It worthy. gets you hyped up for something that isn't anything. And I, I will say Jason Aaron, uh, his most recent event, War of the Realms, which had been hyped up since the beginning of Thor's run, <sighs> was just such a letdown. It, it should have stayed a, a Thor book it's, it's featuring mm-hmm. heroes instead of, I agree with that one thousand percent. It like Fear Itself. Fear Itself is, is, oh, uh, is yeah. Asgard Jesus. rolling on into Fear Itself was the, cool. But even with world. that... And, it got real boring at points. Yeah, and then did. you killed Bucky, he just came back. You killed Thor, he just came back. It's like they found the, for, the formula of... Um, Give him a cool armor, take right. it away. But, but it's like the death of Superman, not to switch genres too much, but it's still mm. superhero. Death of Superman was... That was a huge thing. <laughs> that we we saw, a from there, we saw the rise of the Superman. We saw <laughs> what happens in, that, in the void of a Superman. But it didn't even last. And it was, it was something that really cheapened the whole experience. Exactly. To a point where it's expected now. Wolverine is dead. Okay, wait till he's contractually obligated to come back. And then we brought he's back dead. four of them. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> you get a Wolverine. You get a Wolverine. I prefer... Maybe three Wolverines. <laughs> but I would prefer four Wolverines instead of one Wolverine being... In every book, it makes more sense. If you got four Wolverines. Sure. That's why every team gets one. But if it's the same Logan, and they're making jokes in the comic book, like I thought you were on this team, like I got a lot of teams. Uh, like uh, I'm I mean, a busy man. Like I'm, <laughs> Deadpool. Like, Deadpool commented on that in, in his books, where he's like, "It feels like I've been doing more in a month than anyone is physically possible, physically able to do." And I think I don't know what that's about. Because <laughs> it was point, yeah, they were putting Deadpool in every book, more yeah. or less. He had. I don't care what book he was, he was popping up just for an mm-hmm. arc or two. Yep. Like he even said, Deadpool's "Moon Girl on the cover and Devil Doll." Issue. You're gonna sell. Devil, you're gonna sell issues. Special yeah. Deadpool variant. Yeah, exactly. Like here I am. I bought him. So talk to me about Civil War Two, TJ. Okay. Because so I'm gonna be positive. That's your favorite. About it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so man. I do. I did like it, but it had its, it had its merits. Yeah. So here. So, so yeah. Just to describe the Civil War II, it again addresses a central question, and that is that if we're going to be fighting evil or stopping bad things from happening, like the Earth being destroyed or or whatever, um, then wouldn't it be nice to know about that ahead of time? Yeah. And so... Minority report. Right. Yeah, exactly. So can we do pre-crime? Is that when um, we turn in a page for a paper for school? Is that a minority report? Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Um, so, no, all so, my pages are minority reports. <laughs> So, once again, we split all the heroes down the middle, and uh, we got Captain Marvel on one side who wants to use... Um, Ulysses. Yeah. Uh, Odyssey. Ulysses. 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 Yeah, wants to use uh, Ulysses' predictive power to... You know he wasn't staying around with that name, Ulysses. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> nobody can pronounce it. Anyway, so... In Civil War II, nonetheless. Yeah. Oh! Now, so, okay. Yeah, you get it now? You think right, I get it now. About it. Oh, shit. This time the South won. <laughs> Mutants, register. Oh, y'all motherfuckers picking whatever you want. Oh my god! My okay. bad. Flashbacks. Right. So Captain Marvel on one side wants to use Ulysses to help stop every bad thing from happening. On the other side, not necessarily the good side, Tony Stark once again bringing it back uh, decides that it's probably not a great idea to follow this guy's uh, right. uh, predictions because he's not always one hundred percent correct. He's basically right in the flavor of what happens, but sure. it's not specific. And, and of course, to bring it home, we use Spider-Man once again. I'm about to get to your point, Daniel. Um, and so, I don't think you are. But, the so, future's not concrete. Well, no. Here's my point. That's what from Tony Stark says. Here's my point. Oh, is my that bad. this is all but a photocopy of Civil War. Right. First one. Um, and we've got but, but Iron Man. We've got Spider-Man. Him, you put Iron Man on the other yeah. side as the captain. And, and Stranger, we also have Captain America mm-hmm. that uh, gets thrown in there. This is coming from the Pleasant Hill saga. Once again, it leads directly right. into Super and, Empire. And spoilers, but he's been rewritten at this point. No, well, yes, sort of. He's oh, been, yeah. He's been copy-pasted from from the Cosmic Cube outside in the real mm-hmm. world. So, because the original copy, or another copy, whatever you want to call it, is inside the Cube. It was saved on a hard drive, but then yeah. they tweaked it. So, in the end, we have two Captain Americas now. One in custody, and the other one roaming around being Captain America. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Yeah, but in this Civil War too, there wasn't a chance of Cap and Tony hooking up. Because Cap, uh, Tony brought up the, the fact that they've hooked up before, mm-hmm. and yep. Captain Marvel was like, "Really, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> really? Have you been drinking again? You're really trying to hit on me right now? You're like, yeah. yo, if I'm a, like, I seen what happened last time. So if I die this time, at least my well, know. but then Cap, Captain America, and, and Tony, they even have this moment, and yeah, it's um, what do they call him, Stevel? Because yeah. he's the evil Stevel. Ah, Stevel. Um, Stevel's like, oh yeah, we I fought with Tony on this before. 
I'm not doing that again. Yeah. This this causes all sorts of problems. Let's just let's not arrest Miles Morales just because he's a black kid. Let's uh you know. And, it's a good I'm about to say. That, I'm about to say. Hey, if he's wrong, he's wrong. But it's like, <laughs> do we know that he's black? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they know, but to the world, they don't, I don't think His they know that Miles. Even at one yeah. point, uh, Miles, after seeing the prediction that he's supposed to kill Captain America, right. he's yeah. on the roof, and he's crying, and someone's like, put that mask back on. And I'm pretty sure it's Captain America. Yeah. yeah. But right. it's like one of those things, too. I'm not going to get into the whole Blue Marvel aspect of that. But um, speaking of, like, Civil War Two and where it leads off to, uh, like, uh, what was it, um, Secret Empire? Mm-hmm. Yep. The fact that everybody got butt hurt about the fact that Cap was evil, like, yo, you don't read comics. You don't read any comics. If you read comics, you know that's not the real Cap. And even if it was the real Cap, we all know it's going to be retcon. Yep. And giving us what we're used to. It like, all read the story. The yeah, before well, you bitch your mom, read the story. Just like, oh, Thor can't be a woman. You don't know the comic books. Have you read the comics? It all makes sense. Well, so, I mean, I, that, might, that might be one of that might be a good measure, by the way, is whether or not it shows up on you know CNN that, that exactly. Steve Rogers right. uh, is Hydra. Which just like the death of Superman in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that changed everything. I, I, I know what we was about to say. We'll to that. See, uh, 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 <laughs> well, we can bring of, that back, with, though. With Death of Superman, it, it changed everything. People people to still come into the store and say, I've got the I've got the copy of it. It's still in the plastic bag. Great, I can give you a buck. Yeah. Because, I think it's worth $12. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because with the Death of Superman, that is when death in comic books became meaningless. Well, okay. When you bring back... or. Let me start. Let me say this: When you kill the most popular superhero of all time, Mm -hmm. like I've never met a human being on this earth that didn't know who Superman was or Kryptonite, just those two little things. So when you kill him, that makes national news. It's on newspapers, radio stations talking about it, news stations are covering it, all that because it's that monumental because. Comic book characters, certain ones, are ingrained into our collective consciousness. Yeah, archetypes. Yeah, yeah, and Superman is that guy. So when he died, it was a big deal. And when he came back, it was a big <laughs> deal, too, because they wanted how, to make that money. How long was he gone? Uh, a week? I don't, I don't <laughs> even know. Like, like a year. Week, maybe you? like Dragon Ball Z time, it was a week. Yeah. But like comic book-wise, maybe like two or three years because then they brought in it's the reign of Superman with right. um, Superboy, Cyborg Superman, the Eradicator still, and all those other characters. Which was great because those characters still uh, are referenced, still are even exactly. still around. Exactly, and they still play some form of role. They have some roles in the modern day comic books to some degree, well, some more than others. And drawing parallels with that and Civil War Two because Civil War Two had some good points for the most part was steaming trash. Brought us to Riri Williams. Exactly. Appreciate your objectivity, by the you way. Know, yeah, and yeah. that was the only good thing from Civil War Two was Riri. Riri. Just like um, with Death of Superman, we got Doomsday. Exactly. Classic villain, mm-hmm. per se. Definitely in 90s as hell. Mm-hmm. Superboy. Um, Karna Kent, which, which is huge. Young Justice. Yeah. He plays a part in any iteration of that and New Teen Times, yes. between, uh, depending on how far you want to get. Then you have John Henry Irons. The worst thing that came out of that was the Steel movie with Shaq, but he's another black <laughs> superhero. Black Iron Man is to a degree, and we always need no more brothers representing their hoods and doing the right, right thing in the world. Right. He's an iron black man. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Black Iron Man. A black he's a literally man. a black Iron Man. They should, Literally. Have, they should have called him Blacksmith. Yeah. I'm just oh, saying. Missed no. an just saying. Oh, man. Come on, guys. Wait, it's right there in front of me. When we start doing our own shit, we need Blacksmith is going to be, be a, one of yeah. our own. Oh, it's got to be. And but, uh, we're also, copywriting that right now. So if yeah. you use it, I will flip this character. fucking table. Hell yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so I, I want to get to one that uh, was a huge event that everyone thought would change everything and then immediately was retconned by the end of it. Not even like years later. It was a hot fart. Flashpoint. Because Wally or not Wally, uh, Barry finally goes back to save his mom, and 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 ruins everything. Everything. That's a fantastic premise, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. Because eventually, after using time travel and whatever for a while, you Mm -hmm. go, why wouldn't he go back and change something? Save his mom. Like us, it makes a lot of sense. I I think now. That being the pivotal (laughs) moment in the entire DC universe. Yeah. It's boom, probably boom, boom, a stretch, boom. even for comic books, but... Well, and, and, and that was one that everyone thought was, was going to change the status quo. Because we had Bruce being dead, yeah. 
You're his dad being the you know the Batman of that world. Spoiler alert: his mom's being the fucking Joker. Yeah, that that was, was crazy. Woo, was crazy. Martha. I mean, you know, she's <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, they should have. <laughs> They should have had her and Martha Kent both be jokers in their own way. Because Clark wasn't even... But then again, she couldn't be because Clark was never there in the first Could've place. Could have been like Martha sale, Luther. That would have been better. Martha, Martha Luther, Luther. The queen? Martha Luther. Luther queen? Martha Luther queen? Yo! Right? <laughs> that was wordplay in general, but make her be like Oliver... Yo! <laughs> rewrite if they were board. smart. Hey, I, got a name. I, I, have a, I have a name for this, too. Yo. It could be... Flashpoint um, 2. Flashpoint 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm with it. laughs> All right. <laughs> write, write that down. All right. Let's no, reel this Malcolm, back in. <laughs> Malcolm X and Escape Man. That's coming, too. That's the oh, end. Malcolm I gotta, X-Men? No, no, no. That's mine, but I can't use Marvel, but it's something there, though. Uh, so Malcolm and the Escapees. Yo, it's, it's there. I'm telling you. like Before so, before they said Denzel Batman, <laughs> though, I was already trying to write this. And when, for those uh, out there that listen, you know that. I'm sorry. Kelsey's been calling it from the beginning. Yes. And I, I've yet to talk to him about it because I, that smug look on his fucking face <laughs> he can only handle when he's on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> they call me DK for a reason. So that's for Dance King. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's that girl? Mm. It's Kelsey. Okay. Um, yes. Hey, girl, hey. We are derailing so hard here. We apologize. This is, this is books. what happens when Gio leaves the room. That's right. And there's beers. <laughs> no, there's beer. no adult supervision. So, um... <laughs> I guess the, the question is, do these events, do we need them? Yes, of course we need them. Well, yeah, Why? we do. Yeah, because we... Come, They're crossovers. What comes out, well, there's that. They sell books, mm-hmm, which, and doesn't matter if you like it or not, that's what keeps books on the shelves. Exactly. Sure. So, um, and I love it, so let's do it. But uh, also, there are, there are no universe-changing events that happen permanently. Right. Um, usually what happens is you take the status quo, you kind of you put it in a jar, and you shake it up a little bit, and then it all kind of, you couldn't see that on the podcast, yeah. so I shook, shook my hand. I was making sure my elbows were on the Small table. crying baby. Yeah. No. Well. Shaggy baby syndrome. I remember that. But, uh, but became you, a thing in the night. But you take that, and, and you ask a couple of questions, you get challenged, you, people come down on opposite sides, we all fight, you have epic fights, great art, artwork, usually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, we all come out of it with a couple of changes. Yeah. My, my, usually pretty small ones, but depending on how they're played, they get to be more important later. Um, so, I mean, you have all of this Civil War II. Ulysses ends up going and be, yeah. know, becomes like a godhead well, somewhere part of the once universe. Once he realizes that yeah. he has that power. He bleeds into, like, yeah. the Mind Stone yeah. or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, but he becomes one consciousness. Yeah, he's gone, right? The Inhumans are set up to fall here in the next two years, but the... Mm-hmm. But in the end, what we get out of it is we have Miles Morales. Yep. We have evil Steve Rogers in Secret Empire. Steve. So that so, dude's gonna come back. Yeah, but so it's well, yeah, because it's, it's just like the clones from the the of the X Men from the Brood Wars. They're still floating in space. Mm-hmm. So. Did um, but, the Maker have something to do with Civil War Two? Was he in no, 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 no. No, okay, no, just no, all right. I'm no, pull no, that don't, back. Don't get crazy. I'm gonna pull that back. All right, <laughs> no. I'm gonna pull that but, back uh, a little bit. But so, so do we need them? Yeah, I think so. Because they, they shake some things up. They give us this massive climatic event, that, and we don't want it to change. Honestly, we, we want things to change. But we don't really want our stuff to change. Sure. And yes. so we get small things. And so it turns into another great experiment to pull out some really awesome uh, new, new features. Yeah. Well, I, I guess one of the ones that I wanted to save to the end because I'm a selfish little bitch like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I get that. But uh, for me, it's my favorite one, mm-hmm. and it's written by my favorite author. And the artwork is some of my favorite. And that is Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman. Oh! Because it felt like the end of everything. Yes, it did, because it technically is the one. It was technically the end of Universe 616, and one of the things that happened, when the incursion finally happened, it said, Earth 616, from when it started, the, the original start date of Marvel, to now. And that was its tombstone. And you're like, oh, shit. Damn, for real. Where are we at now? And it did, it did change some stuff. Fantastic Four were gone at the end. Yeah, Victor. They were on hiatus. We we knew where they were though. No, or at least we knew what they were. We we knew knew they were. Us the readers knew they were out there. The world as it is after the events did not. But that's what brought Miles into the universe. That's just because his home world from Cataclysm. Yes. Well, yeah, Cataclysm. Cat- Cataclysm, yes. And Secret Wars, because he came back, and now Peter's his mentor. His mom's alive again. He gave us the again. Thor corpse. The Thor corpse. Ooh. Mm. 
The storm is born. The storm is mm, You never go. Mm, that's storm. always beautiful. Yeah. Mm, a black yeah. woman with a hammer and laying down the thunder. You know, you should read a uh, Black Hammer because it's a black woman with a hammer who's named Black Hammer. Word. Yeah. Oh, you learn something new every day. <laughs> I'm not the only one escaping at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that one, it, it was a thing where we all thought it was going to change. All these characters had the last days of insert their name here. But then when it came back, there were, there were a couple it was of Tuesday. Sm- <laughs> there were a couple of smaller changes. Sure. Um, so things like Doctor Doom. Uh, Doctor Doom was this weird ass hero yeah, guy. He tried to be awesome. Righteous. He was all like GQ. Yes. And uh, he was rolling around as the infamous Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we just That's t- where the maker came back in. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. he came back in there because yeah. that dude. Um, so there was some. And there was came some from Miles things. Universe too. I mean, if you mm-hmm. want to go, you want to roll back the clock to you know what to 1986, <laughs> right? To original Secret Wars. That's what I was going to get to. Um, so now that's that was totally a cash cash mm-hmm. grab, right? That's where. I mean, what, what's the the term? I, I it's not my my phraseology, but it comes from Jay and Miles explaining the X Men. So it's where they took all they, they took Jay all and the, Miles explaining the X Men as another podcast yeah. that talks about comic book stuff. Seriously, check them out. Yeah, it's amazing. All about the X. And, uh, and they said, yeah, so where you take all the superheroes, put them in a jar, shake them up, and make a fight, um, just so that Mattel could sell more action figures. And we get that dope-ass um, Spider-Man cartoon two-part episode. Oh, yeah. It might have been more than two parts, but, yeah, we get that but, from and, the and, and the black suit came from but, that. Yeah, and, so the, and that's what my biggest thing, too. I'm sorry to well, cut you well, off, TJ. Well, no, so we go, they all go to the battle <laughs> world, right? And they all win, whatever, and they all go back. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that really changes is... Superman, or not Superman, it's a Spider-Man with a black uniform. Right. The right. black uniform and that gives us Venom, and plus we have the Beyonder as a villain. Other than right, that. Right, right. I think you mean the, the anti-monitor. Or no, sorry, you're right. No, yeah, no, the Beyonder. No, no, the Beyonder. And also same gives us the first, was that the first person. instance that we get um, Doom being, the first time we get Doom gr- um, grabbing that yes. godlike ability. Yes. Yep. And which we will see him do time and time and time He and got time a taste of it and he had the no time. idea how to let go. But like you said though, like with Secret Wars, the first one and then we had the latest one by Hitman, that's the first time Marvel has kind of did a complete universal reboot unlike DC when it feels oh, like every like five years-ish, oh, we yeah. get a new crisis and then they revert all of it back to one, just to give us... No. It's just a different Earth. Yes. We don't create the multiverse, so every time there's a crisis, that's a different Earth. Now we're going to create a whole different yeah. Earth yeah. instead of it being one universe. It's, you know, and and uh, I guess I, I want to see more fallout from these things. Yes. I, yeah. I want to see these people struggling with the events that, oh my God, we just had to fight our teammates. Instead of, okay, well, hey, I'm going to go grab a coffee. Did you want one, Luke Cage? Great. <laughs> I know I just hunted you down. Oh. You know what? This one's on me. What happens it, in Battle World stays in Battle World. Hey, you already know. Except for that herp. <laughs> yeah. There's no Obamacare on that motherfucker. You just gotta live with that son of a bitch. <laughs> no Beyonder care. <laughs> it flares up like Johnny Storm saying, flame on. Like, damn. But no. <laughs> but no, that's, that's just. Um, like, it's one of those things, too. Like, depending on the event. And the titles, like the major crossovers don't last too long overarching, mm-hmm. but it feels like more intimate when it's like singular books. For example, like Schism with the X-Men right, that we talked right. about before. Yeah. That lasted years because mm-hmm. it was a direct effect to the X-Men. Just like Dissemination, the Messiah Complex, Messiah War, the Second Coming. You might not know about it outside of the X-Men, but with them, that was happening every issue. Mm-hmm. Everything came from that. But then you have the overall Marvel where we don't talk about that because that doesn't affect the overall brand. Right, right. Because like one of the last ones prior to this generation that uh, was mutant based was Onslaught in the late '90s or mid '90s when you know Charles shut down Magneto's brain and their consciousness fused and created Onslaught. It wiped out all the Avengers because they had to jump inside of him. Long yeah. story short, to destroy him from the inside out. But that was all marketing too because they weren't selling. It was all about the X-Men and Spider-Man. So those are the two comic books that still remain post that. Then they try to reboot them. The Heroes Were Born with Franklin Richards and all that jazz. So a lot of it goes into marketing as well. Like, all right, who right, can we right. kill off? Who can we pump Who's up? Who's expendable? Yeah, the Inhumans. Oh, we want to bump them up. Let's make them the focal point of Civil War Two. Inhumans versus X-Men. Yes, so let's bump them up just to be like... We're getting to the end, and we're, we're actually real close to the end of this episode, so I, I want to hear your guys' final thoughts on these kind of events, you know, with, with uh, 
how impactful they are, I guess, or just, you know, you know, feel free. We're all naked here right now. Just, you know, go with the flow. You don't have to talk Yo, if you really want to see if we're naked or not, you got to get the Patreon. That's coming real soon. You know <laughs> we are going mean? to get that set up. For $5 a month, you I'm can a, see... Um, a little afraid of that, too. You can see me from the knees down. Yo, if you want to see my chocolate, chocolate chips, you can you know, go ahead and donate $20. It is what it is, yo. 20 bucks. <laughs> You're going to have to get to the double platinum uh, right. level to get to see my... Uh, double pa- oh, my, never Because mind. it's reflective. Oh, yeah. wait. What? Or translucent or something. Um, or it's hard to get out, like Vera and Cor- Never mind. Anyway, um, so, uh, TJ, Thanks. final thoughts. <laughs> All right, so... I really do like um, all these epic events. As they they tend to mark the timeline as you know in my memory of, of all the comic events and things tied to one another. I mean, you saw us talking about we're trying to distill it down to the prime <sighs> epic events, right. and we can't. It leads to no. this. It came the from that. It helped it this, and so uh, so I like the epic events because it gives us an opportunity to shake some things up mm. and then to introduce a couple of new concepts here and there. I would much prefer these be the epic events of yesteryear. Um, back in like Secret Wars, when the original Secret Wars, when, when there actually, was no uh, people of color around. That's right. That's right. When we kept it all white. <laughs> no, no, but when no, when there's a couple of chocolate sprinkles around. Here. <laughs> oh, you and the chocolate today. Yo, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is, man. <laughs> white chocolate Reese's pieces cups are the best. Just FYI. So you were saying that down. <laughs> anyway? Uh, yeah. So these events, all the other comic books, all the other comic lines took a pause. And they were involved in this line. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, that doesn't necessarily happen so often anymore. No. So, um, but I do think that a lot of these epic events happen just so we can have, so we can set the characters up so they can go on their separate little storylines and then have yes. serious things happen to them then. Okay, yeah. Kelsey. Um, <clears throat> I think overall the events are good because you see what sticks and what don't. Right. You can see what characters pop and what characters you need to scale back on and maybe like rethink about their future and their and, and their endeavors. Like That's a good point. the first Secret Wars gave us the black costume, which led us to Venom. With now with Venom being more prominent with the movie, we get that movie. Now we get the whole no the Necrosword and that connects to Thor. And all that other um, stuff. Just like with um, King Thor. So now all of that comes together and it creates better story, stories being told by writers that enjoyed these concepts that came from these crossover events. And then you have the movies. Like, we wouldn't get Civil War. We wouldn't got Spider-Man in that capacity with Black Panther in that movie had it not been for the comic book. Right, true, right. And now, guess what everybody's talking about now that Disney has the X-Men. A versus X. Yep. We want to see Avengers versus X Men. Talking about Secret Wars, um, man. They're not talking about. No, no, no. X. They are. Come on, you're an X guy. They, we Secret want that. Wars. We want to see Rogue absorb Captain Marvel's ability to get Brie Larson out here. No disrespect to Brie Larson. The character is not it right now. But we want the role that we know and love that could only happen if Rogue breaks her down. Yeah, in an A versus X movie type. You absorb. I'm not gonna get into all the <laughs> how to. Play that out. That's not my that's job. Another episode. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother episode. That he needs yes. that tattooed. Somewhere. Really, like a whole nother episode, like six nine right there. <laughs> not because it's six nine because I'm a snitch, nah. But on <laughs> rack I respect is massive splinter. But um, no, like, see, um, crossover events need to happen. It's always fun to see characters interact with each other yes. that you don't see regularly. I think they need to be a little more small. Like Spider-Man Island, maybe yeah. a Venom thing here. We're getting a Venom Island because they're yeah. just copying and pasting uh, yeah. old events. Exactly, yeah. just like the X-Men thing here. Then maybe like every two or three years you give us one. You don't have to give us one every summer. And yeah. multiple ones a year. It, exactly. it gets tiring. And, yeah, it gets um, a little tiring, which is why I love independent comics. Consuming of the funds. Yeah. like It's expensive to, to buy all these books. Then they try to hit you with the... That's the main. All right, all the right. main problem with crossovers are the tie-ins. All right, tie-ins. wrap it up. All right, it's, sorry. It's another episode. Here. Exactly. <laughs> tie-ins mainly are non-essential. True. Very much so. We right. don't need the tie-ins. Right. Just give us a strong singular twelve. Don't give me six with a bunch of times. Give me no, just no, 12, no, twelve strong. Cool. Stop doing that because that's a cash grab and it'd be butt. <laughs> and nothing comes from them tie-ins. <laughs> Nothing really. Besides, you know, if you're an X-Men fan, you've seen them doing what they're doing. You know, yep. Secret Invasion. Or uh, War World Hulk. When Hulk came to see what event, how uh, Xavier would have handled the situation about his vote. 
And Xavier's like, yeah, I would have voted to get you the fuck out here too. And Hulk like, word. <laughs> then you get another Wolverine Hulk fighting Wolverine and Hulk. I'm not gonna get into that. Read the book. God damn it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I, I guess uh, I'll leave it with me saying uh, I think I think they're great yeah. because as a kid I liked you know throwing all my toys in one area and then seeing who would have to fight who. You know exactly, just like in the '90s Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly, cartoon. it's fantastic. I, I personally for what reason? You know, as a kid, I would I would once a character was killed off. I'd go and I'd put him in a box for a few weeks and then bring him back out. Just to teach him a lesson. Just to teach him a lesson. Right. <laughs> I'm like... You're going to learn today. This is what happens when you fail me. You better roll a natural 20 next time. <laughs> you came, you said you could fight, and you failed. Oh, so you were born in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I think they're great. I, I think they have their, their places. I, I just wish that there was more fallout. I wish that consequences mattered. I wish that if someone was dead, you leave them dead. And, and like Thunderbird. Like Thunderbird. <laughs> but, yeah. uh... I think that's going to do us for us today, guys. Uh, you know, I think we all kind of fell on the same side of this. Not necessarily where CJ w- or TJ would have fallen on the Civil War side. Yeah. The real eh. Civil War side. Maybe. You don't tomato, know. tomato, man. <laughs> it's cool. And, and just like Nelly Furtado, we are going to fly away here. Uh, TJ, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I'd like to <laughs> like to plug this excellent beer we've Which been drinking. Which we are not sponsored by. Yeah, 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 not yeah. sponsored by. This is a no frills, no no authority plug here. I guess Escape to Colorado IPA by Epic Brewing. Ooh. It's actually it's India India Pale Ale. I uh, don't usually like those, but they're pretty good. Today. It was actually pretty delicious. Uh, Kels, what you got for us? Um, let's see, let's see. Like speaking of um, crossover events, um, I'm assuming that you guys watched the Arrowverse on CW. If not. Everything's going to start coming back for the new seasons this coming up week, which is setting up for the Crisis on Infinite Earth five-part episode crossover on the CW. I want to make sure that you guys are, watch, are going to watch it. If you have not watched everything, I mean, from Supergirl to Black Lightning, watch it all. It all connects. And I just seen a picture today of Tom Willen and the uh, Superman and Lois Lane from Small... Uh, from not from. Tom Willen for Smallville was on set with the Superman and, and Lois Lane from the Supergirl universe. So we will get them interacting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do yourself that. Do yourself a justice. Where can and, the people find you? Yeah. And where the people can find me besides Colorado Springs dancing downtown. Oh, yeah. We've been going out every Friday dancing. Catch us at Blondie's. Come yeah, dance with us. Yeah, besides that, you know, on various uh, social media uh, outlets, um, Instagram, Snapchat, Kells for Show. Facebook, my government name, or my slave name, if you're a mutant like myself, <laughs> oh, Kelsey Greer. It is what it is, baby. Your name's Kelsey. Ah! <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew the whip was coming. That's why I screamed. Ah! Oh, shit. It's like when you know you're going to get a shot, but they haven't ah! actually put it in you yet. Really? Oh, <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Blue Morpho or, or Instagram on Blue Morpho where the O's are zeros. Find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas. Be sure to follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, just walking down the street. I mean, I won't know if you're following me or not. No, just, I just will because I make sure I'm not being followed. See, there we go. Because I'm a follower. Uh, as always, we recorded Escape Velocity and we thank them very much for allowing us to record in their store. Our thoughts and opinions ex- expressed in this podcast in no way reflect that of Escape Velocity. They're just sexy enough to let us be sexy in their store. They don't know we're naked. Only you know we're naked. And the people walking by the front window. <laughs> and now they see that we're naked. That's right. That's Weird. Right. <laughs> um, they usually have a book of the week. I, I don't seem to have any information on that right now. But just come in and check it out. Find a new book. Get out there. Try something new. Just read something. Read something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Start expanding your fucking minds. Read people. something and be something to stand for. Boom. Uh, today we are going to leave you with a song by the uh, band Briffo. They've got a new album coming out on the 22nd of November, and uh, they just had a show this past Wednesday that was at the uh, Triple Nickel. Anyway, this is Box in the Road by Briffo. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next time, and remember, there can only be one chum bucket. And yes, if you're feeling like you're stuck in a cage, bound by ropes, I don't know, sleeping with the fishes, cement shoes, you can always be escaping with us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Be an escapee and stay on Canada. Oh.